Welcome to the Self-Care Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nicole, and my friend, I'm on a mission to help you live a lifestyle you love. I believe that self-care is the key to living your best life. When you're taking great care of yourself first, it allows you to live the life you truly desire, instead of getting overwhelmed and exhausted and losing yourself in the chaos, to-do list, and negative influences. Self-care encourages growth into the best version of yourself. So grab a cup of coffee or your favorite soul-soothing beverage and let's do this. So after last week's episode regarding perimenopause, I've had a few conversations in which it seems that women feel like their options are very limited when it comes to solutions for issues relating to the menstrual cycle. The medical model is great for many things. When my dad went in for his first heart surgery, his aorta tore, and if it weren't for his skilled surgeon, we would have lost him sooner than we did. The medical model saves lives without a doubt, and I'm extremely grateful for that fact. That said, there are areas within that model that could use some major work. One in particular is how we treat women with heavy, painful periods, for which the medical term is dysmenorrhea. And I should mention, for the women that struggle with this issue, it's often more than just painful cramping and heavy flow. There can be a gamut of symptoms like headaches or migraines, nausea, vomiting, severe fatigue, bloating, gastrointestinal issues, not to mention the social impact of missing school or work, missing out on time with family and friends. And a lot of women experience symptoms for several weeks, so it can be a real strain on quality of life. The evaluation aspect of the medical model is helpful and useful in ruling out causes like cancer, bleeding disorders, pregnancy complications, endometriosis, fibroids, and polyps, for example. But once those factors are ruled out, the treatment that's often recommended is oral contraceptives, commonly referred to as birth control pills or even just simply the pill. Or sometimes an IUD, an intrauterine device, is recommended. And unfortunately, it's often not really explained very well to the patient what implications the hormones in these prescriptions have on her overall hormone health. I can speak from experience on this one. I think I was around 19 when it was prescribed for me, and I wasn't given any indication of the side effects, and at that age, I didn't really know what to ask. I just blindly trusted my doctor. And I didn't know that I would end up with nausea, weight gain, low libido, and an overall sense of not feeling like myself. And women also often aren't told that being on it for years could make it more challenging to get pregnant if or when they're ready for that. I hated how I felt when I was on the pill, so I didn't even last a year before I had to stop taking it. When I discontinued it, my nausea improved, I lost weight, and I felt more like myself. But little did I know it would take years before my hormone system would be regulated again after taking it even for that short period of time. Now, sometimes taking hormones is necessary for certain health conditions. I'm not discounting their use across the board. But as a blanket treatment for this issue, heavy and painful periods, I think we can do better. Too often we underestimate the impact that lifestyle can have on our health both good and bad. The majority of chronic health dysfunction is a result of lifestyle factors, not exercising, high stress levels that aren't managed in any way, crummy sleep quality, and awful nutrition are the cause for so many chronic health issues. But on the flip side, when we're intentional about moving our bodies, managing our stress, and making that healing parasympathetic nervous system activity a priority, making an effort to sleep better, and eating nourishing foods, 
it can dramatically improve how we feel, how we function, and in general, our overall level of health and wellness. Instead of an immediate prescription of the pill for these women, how about asking her about her stress, her nutrition, her sleep, and her exercise habits? And there might be some doctors that do this, but the majority don't. Those things certainly weren't discussed with me. And to be fair, unfortunately, our medical model doesn't support this approach because within that model, doctors generally don't get much time to spend with their patients and certainly wouldn't have the 30 to 60 minutes of time that it would take to properly educate her patients on the lifestyle changes that would be really helpful for addressing these painful heavy periods. So that's what I'd like to talk about today. Thankfully, the pill isn't the only option. There are other solutions for painful heavy periods and the symptoms that often come with them. Today, I'd like to share three things that made a big difference in my periods. I've used these things successfully in my wellness practice over the years when I've helped women with this issue, and there's evidence in the literature to support all of them as safe, effective options for women struggling with this issue. The first thing I'd like to touch on, I actually mentioned in my last episode when I talked about how regulating blood sugar can be really helpful for perimenopausal women because it minimizes inflammation and prevents an increase in available estrogen that often worsens symptoms like painful heavy periods. So of course the same holds true for cycling women that aren't in perimenopause. Regulating blood sugar minimizes the inflammatory and hormonal impact that insulin can create when there's too much of it too often, which happens with a diet high in simple refined carbohydrates. So we regulate blood sugar by limiting or avoiding those simple refined carbs and focusing on complex carbs, protein, and healthy fats. That right there is absolutely necessary for hormone regulation and reducing inflammation, which over time will improve dysmenorrhea. Replace the simple refined carbs with complex carbs, quality protein, and healthy fats. Next up is my favorite mineral, magnesium. Magnesium is so great for so many things. It's a mineral that's required in over 300 different cellular reactions in the body. It's necessary and a very healing, calming mineral. As it relates to the issues we're talking about today, it helps reduce pain, cramps, bloating, headaches, PMS, it can support better sleep, and honestly, the list goes on. Examples of foods high in magnesium include dark chocolate, avocados, nuts and seeds, legumes, leafy greens, and some fatty fish like salmon and halibut. Supplements should always be monitored by a qualified health professional. That said, the form of magnesium supplementation that I like best for these issues is magnesium glycinate. Last but not least, the third solution is omega-3 fatty acids. They're shown in studies to reduce the severity of symptoms of dysmenorrhea, but are also well known for several other health benefits which may be due to their ability to reduce inflammation. Omega-3 fats are typically found in foods like cold water fatty fish, oysters, and certain plants like walnuts, flax seeds, and chia seeds. So when the diet is low in omega-3 fats and high in omega-6 fats, there's more inflammation. Omega-6 fats are higher in processed seed oils like corn, soy, canola, safflower, sunflower, peanut, and cottonseed. 
omega-6s tend to increase inflammatory prostaglandins, whereas omega-3s tend to decrease them. So it can be really helpful to focus on reducing omega-6s in the diet by reducing processed seed oils and increasing omega-3s by aiming for cold water fatty fish, walnuts, flax seeds, and chia seeds, or a high quality fish oil supplement if that's appropriate for you, which you can talk to your nutrition or functional health practitioner about. So I just wanna reiterate that there are other solutions to painful heavy periods than what the traditional medical model suggests. Lifestyle should not be overlooked because often it's not only the solution, but also the source of the problem. For painful heavy periods, three lifestyle pieces that often make a big difference include number one, eating in a way that supports stable blood sugar, number two, getting enough magnesium, and number three, focusing on omega-3 essential fatty acids. So I hope you found this helpful. And if it sparked any questions for you, please let me know. I'd love to know what questions you have about your menstrual cycle or natural solutions for hormone-related issues you might be struggling with. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. I'll look forward to talking with you next time.